everyone. Uh, welcome to the Bring the Virtual Balance podcast brought to you by the Office of Health and Wellness at Brook College. Um, here at the Office of Health and Wellness, we offer lots of um, different yearly programming, such as this podcast, um, public speaking, sexual health, um, yoga, stress management, and much more. As PAWS, which stands for Peers Advocating for Wellness Services, we encourage healthy lifestyle choices through a variety of um, workshops. To learn more, you can follow at our Instagram, which is this one, Baruch PAWS, or you can email us at joy.allison.baruch.cuny.edu. All of our programs relate to the dimensions of the health and wellness world, which are emotional, intellectual, spiritual, occupational, social, environmental, and physical. And today we have um, Dr. Amador from the Counseling Center, and our topic is how to have a growth mindset. So we're going to be asking some questions about like what exactly the growth mindset, what are some examples of it, what are the different types of mindsets there are, and um, what are the possible outcomes and performances one can have with having these different types of mindsets. So now I'm going to pass it to you, um, Dr. Amador, to introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Jael Amador. I'm a psychologist at the Baruch College Counseling Center, and I've been here for about five years. I love working with the student population here, and I'm really excited to have this conversation. Awesome. So um, maybe to start off the conversation, Giselle and I will tell you what we think a growth mindset is. And then, you know, you can tell us if we're close, if we're far, <laughs> if, mm-hmm. uh, if what we think is what it actually is. So personally, I think that having a growth mindset is um, seeing your failures and your successes as something that just shapes you and something that propels you into what you're meant to do and where you're meant to be. So I guess in more like practical terms, I feel like failing at something um, with a growth mindset, it just it's a motivating factor or like a redirection um, to like a different path or a different approach. And that's how I see having a growth mindset, not giving up, but finding redirection and other ways of um, doing something. Yeah. For me, growth mindset is like the said, seeing the failure, but like always seeing the positive in things like trying to like believe in yourself and like always work hard to like see yourself like accomplish what you want accomplish your goals and um even if like let's say you're applying for like a job and like you get rejected accept like that rejection and say um make that like rejection feel like make you feel empowered and want to like apply for more so um always looking at the um, positive side of things and trying to like accomplish more and um yeah so you can have like more opportunities within like the future yeah so i think that you both are on the money right so uh having a growth mindset is this belief that um you can develop your skills with time and effort right and so that means that you're you are going to have failures and failures does not necessarily mean that there's anything wrong with you or that you had any sort of problem or that you're in on the wrong path like you were both saying failure is actually part of the learning process and part of the growing process so when you have a um a a growth mindset you believe that like Yes, I can have failure now, but with time and with effort and with like looking at the challenges that I have and trying to come up with new strategies, then I can kind of get to the point where I want to go. Um, so yeah, it actually encompasses everything that you've all said. So um, since you gave some examples of a growth mindset, 
I guess the opposite of a growth mindset is a fixed mindset. So what is your, what's your definition of that? Yeah, so a fixed mindset is when we believe that the qualities or the positive skills or anything that we have, they're given to us like as a gift during birth. Right. And so because of that, we can't really change anything about ourselves or we can't really change um, the skills that we have or the qualities that we have. And we might see this like someone says, I'm just really bad at math. Right. Or I, I'm, I don't know how to do that and I'll never learn how to do that. Right. So having a fixed mindset means that you believe that like the things that you possess and the qualities and the skills that you possess, they're there forever and they're unchangeable. Um, and so when you see failure, you just see that as proof of like, oh, I guess I just am bad at math. I can't do anything to solve it. Or you see failures as like evidence that like you have this ability and that's it. You can't really change it. And you might not go past the failure. You might actually stay in the same place where you are. So that's an example. That's the difference between a fixed mindset, how you view failure and how you view kind of like um, when you don't get what you want, whether you stop there and say like, this is just who I am or whether you say, okay, I know this challenge. Let me try to um, go over it by learning a new skill or by having more effort. I'm curious um, to know what you think, how does talent fit into it? Like, how do you differentiate, like, I'm just bad at this, or, or I don't have, like, say, like, music, say, like, oh, I'm just, like, I don't have the ear for it, I'm just mm -hmm. not that good at it, or saying, like, oh, if I practice enough, then maybe I'll get better. Do you think that there's, like, a limit of someone who maybe, like, just doesn't have the ear for music of how far they can go? in comparison to like a person who does have an ear for music? Yeah, I think that's a really great question. I think that perhaps there is a limit to human potential, but why do we think that we know what the limit to our potential is without even trying to get there? So yes, there are people who are like, I'm clumsy and I'm a terrible dancer, right? And there are there, so, you know, I can tell myself, I don't know how to dance, or I'm not good at music or something, right? Um, or I can like, try and see if like, with some effort, I can make some improvement. That doesn't mean we're going to be perfect. That doesn't mean I'm going to be on Dancing with the Stars, right? But it, but I don't know where I can go unless I try to go there, right? And so, yes, I think that there, there may be people who are more adept at things, and there may be people who have like talent, but that's not the only kind of um, that's the, not the only thing that really defines who we are or what we can do. Um, there's a really great saying in the art world that says, um, hustle beats talent when talent won't hustle, right? And so a lot of times the people that you see are as artists or as anything is because that are succeeding is because they're trying really hard and not necessarily relying on the fact that they had raw talent. That's okay. great. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Oh, sorry, did someone ring my doorbell? <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Okay, so now, now that we talked about, like, understand the difference between, like, um, having a fixed mindset and a... Say that again, you... I think you cut off a little bit. Okay, so I would say now that we, like, talked about, like, the difference between having a growth mindset and the fixed mindset, um, why do you think it's important to understand, like, the difference between the two? Yes. Yeah, so 
I think it's really important to understand the difference because there is a lot of research that suggests, particularly among adolescents and students who are people who are college age, that suggests that oftentimes the difference between success and failure is the mindset that we have, right? And, you know, it's not just the mindset, but because of the mindset, the effort that we put into things, right? And so it's important to kind of understand what kind of mindset you have or to understand the difference because it really does kind of, um, shape your your reality essentially, right? It shapes you. It shapes the things that you're able to do. Um, you and I can see one situation and look at it in completely different ways, right? Um, you can like see a challenge and be like, okay, I can kind of overcome this, right? And actually try, right? I may see a challenge and say, well, I'm not even going to try. Um, even like doing that, right? Like, let's go back to dancing. I'm not even going to try dancing, right? You are more likely statistically because you've tried um, to like succeed at dancing, to get an award, to do whatever it is. I I won't even give myself a chance. So I'm like, like statistically, I don't have a chance to kind of succeed. So it's really important to understand the difference between the two and what kind of mindset you have, because the mindset that you have can literally shape your reality. Great. Um, so do you think or how do you think that um, when someone identifies, like can recognize that they have a fixed mindset, how do you think they can go about that and change their ways and, and some maybe some tips or different ways of thinking of how they can start developing the growth mindset instead of a fixed one? Yeah, absolutely. I think this is a great question because I think that like I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't think that we have the potential to be like to be change agents in our own lives and do the things that we need to do to improve our lives and make our lives better. I think the very first step is to identify what kind of mindset you have, right? So if you think about the way that you look at challenges, right? And are are you willing to give up during challenges or are you willing to look at challenges as opportunities um, to make changes for yourself? Um, and then when you think about kind of like developing your own mindset, I think it's really important to look at the way that you um, have improved in the past, right? And look at, um, you know, the fact that you learned to walk, the fact that you, you, you know, maybe aced a test or even learned a new skill, right? That's an example of the possibility of change, right? And so looking back and seeing that like, yes, there was a time where I didn't know how to do one particular thing and I learned how to do it. That means that I'm able to kind of make changes for myself. Um, also like, harnessing the power of something called yet, right? So when there's something that you don't know how to do that you really want to do, for example, like I'm not good at math, using the word yet as something really powerful for yourself, like saying, I'm not good at math yet, but I can be. Or maybe like being a little bit more specific, like I'm not good at algebra yet, but I can work hard and kind of try to to like look at the things that are really difficult for me and trying to um, like set some realistic goals for myself. And then finally, the most important thing to developing a growth mindset is set is being kind to yourself, right? Oftentimes having a fixed mindset comes with a lot of self-criticism and comes with a lot of saying like, I'm just not really good at this. I'm not good enough for this, or I'm not good at something kind of pointing the finger at yourself. If we can be kinder to ourselves, we can see that sometimes it's a little bit outside of ourselves and it has nothing to do with our value or with our worth. It just more has to do with like, time and effort, right? And if we can kind of be kind to ourselves and not view our value 
um, in terms of like what we accomplish, but more in, uh, in terms of our effort, that will go a long way in developing a growth mindset. That's some great tips. And it made me think of, I, at least personally, I, um, when I think about having a growth mindset and like challenges and thinking about something that I'm maybe not good at, I tend mm -hmm. to like make up excuses for myself as to like, well, I don't really need this skill or like, why, why would I like try so hard for something that's not that necessary? And I feel mm -hmm. like that's such a, like, it's, it's an excuse for, for what you're, for having a fixed mindset. I feel like that for, for me was um, with writing. I was thinking that like, I'm just not a good writer. Like, I'm not like, I don't have like the poeticism, the, like, I don't have the flair that some people have with writing. And I think to myself, I don't really need that. But then again, it's such a good skill to have. So why would I limit myself? So I feel like, you know, the need sometimes is, a, is an excuse for people. I don't know yeah. if you like see that Giselle too. <laughs> yeah, I do. And I, I was actually going to ask, um, do you think it's possible to have like both types of mindset? Because honestly, like for me, like right now I'm applying to like full-time job opportunities. And sometimes like a rejection, I say, oh, um, it's fine. I'm going to like make sure the next one is even better and like try to have a um, growth mindset. But then sometimes like it's, it's like constantly rejections and I'm like, oh, I knew I wasn't going to get it. So um, do you think it's possible to actually have both or is just the thought of like getting the rejection and like the emotions getting in? Yeah, I think it's absolutely possible to have both, right? In one area of our lives or in multiple areas of our lives. So it's possible for like me to have a growth mindset at school, but like in social situations be like, oh, I, I, I'm not really good at people, right? So it really kind of like depends on the situation, right? And it's also possible to like, to have um, our mindset kind of go back and forth, really depending on our experiences, depending on like our stress level, right? And so it's important to kind of understand that the growth mindset is not fixed, right? And a growth mindset is, is a work in progress. And sometimes that means we have to kind of work on developing it and cultivating it in our daily lives, right? So it's not just like, I'm nice to myself one time and I have a growth mindset, right? Like I have to be continuously kind to myself. I have to continuously reset and set realistic goals. And I also have to identify that like, sometimes things are really hard, right? And it's okay to have have feelings about like rejection letters. It's okay to, to feel sad about, um, you know, failing a test. It's okay to like have emotions because we're human. Um, it's more about kind of like how you recenter to yourself and what you decide to do in that helps you to have a growth mindset, right? So a growth mindset isn't fixed, which means that a growth mindset is dynamic and sometimes you still have to work on it. Okay, makes you a lot more sense. Yeah. I, I I, I keep picking up when um, you mentioned being kind to yourself and I feel like um, working on like cultivating a growth mindset can really affect your mental health. I feel mm -hmm. like positively and negatively because positively because you're, you're growing, you're developing, but I feel like some people, me included, can like get caught up in trying to get that growth mindset or trying to grow and like trying to develop yourself to the point of maybe like sacrificing other things to to develop, like maybe mm -hmm. not seeing friends or like um, saying no to like social interactions or, or gatherings or going out with friends because you think like, oh, I need to study or I need to work on myself. I need to do this. I feel like sometimes it can go, people can take it too far of like the hustle and 
you know, growing and even like going to the gym, like, oh, I'd rather just hit the gym than like go out to eat with my friends because, you know, I won't like eat what I need to eat or something like that. And I feel like it's, it's important to keep that in mind, like having a good balance of doing it enough and not doing it too much because it can affect your mental health a lot. Totally. Absolutely. I think that like you, we need to understand that having a growth mindset is understanding the belief that we're all works in progress. Right. And so we're never going to arrive at like this perfect thing because who's perfect, right? There's always going to be room for growth. And if we allow that for ourselves, then we can allow ourselves to enjoy our lives while we're unfinished. Right. Cause we're not supposed to be, we're not supposed to put bows on human beings. Human beings are supposed to be dynamic. Right. And part of having a growth mindset is, is this yet, right? Like, yeah, I'm not the most buff person yet. Right. But that doesn't mean I can't enjoy a meal or I can't enjoy times with my friends. Right. Um, and so I think being kind to yourself gives yourself some space to be able to live a life without the constant hustle. That's great. And I, I think the, the word yet also gives this connotation of like, I'm not there yet, but where I'm at right now is still good. Like, exactly. I'm still like not where I'm just because I'm not there yet doesn't mean where I'm at now is is, is bad or I'm like supposed to be somewhere else exactly you hit the nail right on the head <laughs> okay so um bella said how like sometimes like trying to have a, a growth mindset you you miss out on things like going out with friends and like um there's many like different things that it could also affect but for you what are, what do you think are some ways that um cultivating a growth mindset can affect our mental health or what are some challenges like of trying to develop a growth mindset yeah, I think that like, as we develop a growth mindset, we have to understand that like, having a fixed mindset or being self critical that comes from somewhere, right? Sometimes it comes from messages, and voices that we like hear from outside of ourselves. And sometimes even if we believe in ourselves, sometimes those things don't go away, right? Like, and oftentimes we, we want to think about things systemically, right? So like, things like patriarchy and white supremacy and racism kind of still affect and limit us in terms of potential, right? And if we can kind of, if, you know, we, we can kind of expect that those messages are going to maintain, remain the same from the outside, whether it be criticism that comes from other people, whether it be like other people not believing in us, right? And we can also make the decision of like learning how to soothe ourselves when those things bother us because they will we'll have emotions because we're human, right? And we don't wanna not have emotions, but also understanding that those things don't define us, right? And so like, it is challenging to kind of have this back and forth sometimes to go from a, a growth mindset to a fixed mindset, depending on your stress, depending on the messaging that you get. Um, but it's also really worth it to kind of come back to yourself. Again, I'll say this probably a million more times today, be kind to yourself and understanding that you are a work in progress. So, so um, I think um, you said that <clears throat> people will give you criticism and people will like, you know, have opinions about what you're doing. And I think that is still part of the growth, um, mm -hmm. especially constructive criticism and and having people tell you that what you're doing maybe is wrong, good, whatever, whatever it may be. But if, if it is, you know, if it is like criticism and you don't really take it well, how do you 
how do you respond to it? How do you manage um, people telling you, you know, where you should go in order to develop? Yeah. Um, so I think that one of the things to first start is to understand that we'll always have a, an emotional reaction to criticism. It might, like, criticism isn't supposed to be like, oh, this is great, right? Like, we, we can have an emotional reaction and still kind of utilize it to our benefit, right? So, you know, if you put a lot of work into something and it doesn't, like, get you 100%, that doesn't mean, and you feel sad about it, that doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong, right? Like, but it's about what you interpret um, those meanings and those thoughts to be, right? So one important thing is to learn how to externalize the the criticism, right? So when someone is offering you constructive criticism, say about a project or something that you've done, understanding that it's not about you and who you are, it doesn't define you, it's about this particular work, right? And this particular work, even though you worked hard on it, it's not, it doesn't encompass the fullness of who you are, right? And the fullness of who you are right now, like we've talked about, it's good enough, right? And it's good and it's important for you to, um, to be kind to that part. This other thing, this other project that you're working on is not who you are and you can always make edits. Um, you can always kind of like, you know, change and move things around. But I think that it's really important to understand that I'm not my work. My work is just something that I do. I can have a reaction to people's reactions to it. But again, I don't define myself in what they say, right? I define myself in the terms of my effort, in terms of my kindness to other people. I mean, you guys can decide how you define yourself, but it doesn't have to be something external to you. For sure. And <clears throat> I feel like it, I, it's hard though yeah. to like, to just when someone like gives you criticism on like work and you have to like not take it personally, it's hard, but I, mm -hmm. you know, it's just part of the process. And I, I feel like it's also just part of growing up as you grow older, you get to, you realize that people worry about themselves the most and not really you. So you're not, they're not, if they're criticizing you, they're not really talking about you. They're, they're projecting their own insecurities or their own issues. So keeping that in mind is, is definitely important. And we can differentiate between like, malicious criticism yeah. and constructive criticism, right? Like if it's malicious criticism, then that's a reflection on somebody else and we can set boundaries and we can kind of like decide, you know, this, this really hurts and soothe ourselves and also decide like we can't take that in because that's a like you were saying, that's a reflection on them. Constructive criticism will always be about your growth and understanding um, how you can grow and how this whatever is external to you can become better. And so differentiating between those two is also really important in terms of how to accept criticism. And um, we're running out of time, so I'm gonna ask like this question that I have. So when I was doing yeah. my research on like how to have a growth mindset, I saw that sometimes um, getting praised as a kid or like a lot by your parents or teachers, like, hey, you're doing great, you're doing this, that can affect the type of mindset you have. So. Um, do you believe, as a psychologist, do you believe that actually getting praised by people, like, growing up, does that actually affect the type of mindset that we have? Yeah, so it's not necessarily getting praised, but the type of praise that you get, right? Because I think we all need 
positive reinforcement. We all need praise, especially when we're little kids and we're learning new things. Even now as adults and we're learning new things, right? We need someone to say, hey, like, you know, like you're doing a good job. I appreciate your effort, right? But that difference is like, what are you praising, right? So if we're telling people, oh my gosh, you're so smart or you're so good at math or um, you are so like socially adept, right? And inevitably, because life is about success and failure, there's balance between those two, like we'll always fail. Inevitably, when we fail at math, we'll think like, well, my whole personality is based on the fact that I was praised for being good at math, right? And so we start to kind of question our personalities and question ourselves and whether we're right or not, right? But if we're praising a child's personality, like we're praising a child's like ability, um, calling them the smart one, calling them, saying they're good at math, saying they're good at sports, right? Um, that will that will um, cultivate more of a fixed mindset because they won't kind of see things as effort. They'll see things as more kind of like, this is just who I am, right? This is, I was gifted with this gift and I can't change it. Whereas if we start to praise effort and tenacity and resilience, that can help cultivate a growth mindset. So saying things to kids or even to our friends or adults like, hey, I saw that you really worked really hard. That's really awesome. Can you tell me like what were the challenges and what you did to overcome them, right? Or saying things like, wow, you really put in a lot of effort. And I saw that when you when you struggled there, you tried something new. Can you tell me more about that, right? Like those kinds of positive praise is really important and it helps to cultivate a growth mindset in people. That's really good to hear. I think even like, as you said, being kind to yourself, so giving yourself also like praises also helps a lot. Like it's important to also like say, oh, you did good today. Like you did good for that. So it's very important. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was going to say the same thing because the question was, you know, getting praised by your parents or in your childhood. But I feel like praising yourself to yourself, like saying those things is also like so imperative and, and saying that I worked hard for this and not like, oh, I just got lucky or I was I was just good at this. Like, I'm good at talking. So I got this interview or mm-hmm. I'm just like good with people. So I, I got like this offer. But no, I worked hard for this offer and I worked like I prepared and I I put in a lot of effort and recognizing the work that we do is is really important for our mental health, too. Absolutely. I think it all comes down to being kind to ourselves. Right. Because when we say I'm just good at people, that's why they gave me the job. What we're saying is I'm not qualified for the job, but I kind of tricked them. Right. And that's not very kind. Right. But being kind to ourselves is actually being realistic and saying, hey, I put in my time, my effort. I learned all of this skill and that's why I got this job. I think everything kind of comes down to self-compassion and kindness. So with that in mind, um, thank you, Dr. Amador, for a great conversation. I definitely learned a lot today. I did, you know, before we started, I, I tried to do my own research, but you know, having a different perspective and hearing someone tell you all these things is totally different. So I, I definitely learned a lot today and um, it was great talking to you. My pleasure. Thank you both yeah, for thank having, you for having me. us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Take care, everyone. Thank you. And for everyone um, listening, we um, do this podcast biweekly. So um, keep um, updated with our Instagram and our newsletter because we will be having a, another podcast um, soon and it will be on rejection as redirection so kind of along the lines of what we talked about today but more in detail um like professionally and academically 
So, um, yeah, stay tuned for that. And you can um, always reach out to us at joy.allison at um, baruch.cuny.edu or visit us in our office at um, 3-241. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.